Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. So buckle up and grab the old poop bar and enjoy the ride. Did you just say poop? Episode 211 brought to you by Jake from State Farm. How you doing, Jake? <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. This is your boy Mig One here talking to you live, loud, and proud. Episode 211, and I'm still saying fuck the world, fuck Kamapalooza, fuck Twitter, because they're fucking with me again. I, how you ask? They keep on keeping me from following people back. People are following me, but they won't let me follow back. I don't understand what the fucking problem is, Twitter. I'm not a bot. I'm a real man. I'm a boy, okay? I'm not Pinocchio. Geppetto ain't out there fondling me, okay? I'm a real boy. I'm just saying. Just give me, leave me alone. Just leave me alone, damn it. You really? They, they they fucking with me again, man. They put me on lockdown. I can't follow nobody for three days. I can't do certain things. Well, well yes, because you remember before when you were doing it, you follow so many and then you went too much. What is too much? If people are following you, let me tell you something, my good friend. I started off not too long ago with less than 70 followers. Now I'm at 1,150 in a matter of a couple of weeks. <clears throat> I don't care what they do. The MIG-1 is rising, just just like the pants. The MIG-1 is rising, <laughs> and I'm going to be back on top. I've been to the highest mountain. I'm just saying, stop fucking with me. But let's go back to the other things about what I said about earlier, about fuck this and fuck that. Okay. Let me tell you something, man. Buffalo Wild Wings, get your shit in order, all right? When I call to make an order and you got a BOGO going in, you got to let people order it too, man. Because sometimes they just can't come in and stop by and pick up the wings. So if somebody's calling on the phone say, hey, I need to make an order. Let me get that BOGO special you got going. Oh, we don't do that anymore. But if you walk inside, sit your ass down at the table, you can get it. Some fucked up shit. That's some fucked up. Exactly. It's like I could walk my ass in there, sit at the table, order my wings and say, oh, I'm full. I can't eat this and just take it to go. <laughs> Fuck you. I got over. But you won't help us out on the phone. So guess what, B-dubs? I went to Pluckers, so kiss my entire ass. So, and Pluckers are a hell of a lot better than you. A little bit more expensive, but a hell of a lot better than what you are. And then, Brew Wings, if you pick up your motherfucking phone, you might have gotten a call. You might have got some business. You people don't understand that I am the chicken wing connoisseur. I eat more wings than a Mexican eat tamales. I'm just saying. I was going to go a different race there, but I decided to keep a little bit on the PG side. <laughs> Considering number of Mexicans up in here. But yeah, so I'm a little pissed off at B-dubs right now. So fuck Brew Wings. Fuck B-dubs. Go Pluckers. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to Pluckers, but you keep telling me it's bad. You need to go, sir. I go get the Vampire Killer Wings. Wang. Here, let me breathe on you. That's the wine. <laughs> Dracula can't survive. I'm, I'm just die. saying. I'm going to die right now. <laughs> Woo, they were so good wings. You try eating 15 wings on the way driving to your house. Well, we tried to. We, we, I thought about going to Pluckers this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. But my girlfriend was like, nah, it's more like a sports bar. So we went to, we went to BJ's Brew House to have a good lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, so I understand, you know, bitch. No. <laughs> You's a bitch. <laughs> but I understand the situation. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick is a bitch. He's one of them high side bitches. He got to go to them fancy restaurants. He got to go in there where they got two doors to go in and not just one. <laughs> he need the double doors to open up for this man. He walks in, he steps on the mat, the doors open up. And it goes, oh, <laughs> Rick's table for two. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out here 
skull of it. You know, I'm out here in the I'm out here in the hood. I'm out here down eating the torchies tacos and, and why don't you go to torchies tacos? I don't know damn torchies tacos. I just do that out there because it's down there in the hood. I'm out there eating the Frenchies. I'm out there eating the, at Pluckers. I'm just saying, you know. I'm looking at torchies tacos like man, come on, true Mexicans do not go to torchies tacos. And I'm not paying five to six dollars to ten dollars a taco. Well. True Mexicans don't go to Taco Bell, but we see where that got us. <laughs> oh, Taco Bell's the greatest Mexican in the world. Who the fuck signed up for that shit? What dumb idiot ass said Taco Bell was number one? I need to slap shit out somebody. Come here. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to tell you, Taco Bell ain't real, fam. It ain't real. That's some fake shit. They threw some brown shit on and called it Mexican. It's fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Taco Bell just as bad. That's why they're disappearing. <laughs> so anyway... That's my little spiel on the restaurants. But yeah, now I'm going to turn my attention to somebody else. Oh, who? I'm turning my attention to the one, the only, cigar-smoking, jelly-rolling, comic-palooza attending, supposed to be my friend, supposed to be a fan of the show. We ain't heard from this son bitch in about three years. I thought he was dead till I saw a picture of his ass the other day. I'm talking about Barry Photos. I'm talking about the one, the only, uh, Barry Media. I'm talking about the Barry Media Unrestricted Podcast. I mean, he trying to be all nasty up in there, Triple X Podcast. That sounds like him. I know. Why are you trying to cheese off of me? It can only be one me. It can't be two me's. If there's two me's, the world going to hell. <laughs> Rick got no comments. But yeah. So, Mr. Medium, the question is, where's my invite? How come I ain't got no invite yet? When you going to come pick me up in a limo or take me to your podcast? Because, you know, I deserve that kind of treatment. I am the big one. I'm the one that when you see, you bow. <laughs> I am the king of Wakanda. <laughs> I have all that in a bag of chips. So, yeah, you know, I'm just blowing steam. I'm just busting his balls, you know, because, you know, he got everybody else in the world except for us. But he seems to have a type. All I see on his podcast here lately, but nothing but women with muscles and other kinds of women. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I'm here to tell you, Barry, your, your podcast a little sus. <laughs> I don't know what kind of shim-sham, flim-flam you running over there down there, Barry, me down there in the, in the void out there down by the hood by U of H. I'm yeah. just trying to say. <laughs> That's the only thing. Is like, I know he sent us an email for an invite. We just... See, I didn't know that. We need to pick a day. Oh, I even told you. I forgot. The day he did. I forgot. Because it didn't come to me. But the thing is, I don't know. Does he want us to do it via phone call? Or does he want us to actually go to their studio? I'm afraid. He thinks if I show up in his studio, all shit going to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that's the best way to do it. I got no problem going to the studio. But it's in the hood. I know. It's over at U of H. I know. It's in the hood. I mean, it's not. I'm always in the hood when I'm Ubering. Re- rephrase. It's... It's nice area until um, you get outside of the campus. <laughs> that's messed up, man. So I, I'm trying to figure out how this man, this man right here, this man there, old Jigglypuff himself, how he got an office and a setup at U of H. Who you know? You got pictures, fam? Who you got? Who you blackmailing? You know. He, Excuse me. Who you brownmailing? We try to keep it clean, not racist. <laughs> you know he. You know he goes to that school. He's got all kind of. Clout? Oh, he does, huh? I guess he does. Well, how come he don't throw the clout our way? I don't know. Does he have sponsorships? Well, I don't know if he got sponsors. I ain't listening to his damn podcast. That's fucked up. <laughs> nah, man, because I'm, I'm on strike right now. Yeah, I don't listen right. to podcasts right now. I'm waiting until the union gets formed. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, on the serious side, Mr. Barry Photos. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Critical Thinking Podcast is ready to join you. We will get with us, get with me, and we'll pick a date and we'll do it. Yeah. And then, of course, you need to come to our house and, you know, join up with us. Yeah, well, it ain't my house, it's Rick House. My house. We got a new studio. That's right. So you come in and join us. And, uh, you, know, you know, I have my new camera. I still haven't set it up yet and everything. So we can start YouTube and everything because I still got to do a practice run with it. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure Bear Me to show up and he's like, oh, let me show you how to use this camera. Uh, he probably will show you. Know, you know, you know, you think he all that bad, all that shit in a bag of chips. Man thinks he's Denzel Washington. I'm telling you, no, no, you peel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to teach me how to use that camera. You know who it reminds me of? It reminds me a lot of Bismarck. Oh, baby! Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. All right. Uh, now let's stop shitting on the Barry Meter because you know I love him. You know he's a dear friend of mine and I think highly of him. I just give him shit. I'm trying to give him a little bit more exposure. Gotcha. <laughs> so how the hell was your week? My week was actually pretty good. I had a good week at work. So uh, we ended up you know, staying home on Friday anyways. And Saturday, uh, Ubered. Ah, and an interesting night of Ubering. Uh, you didn't go out, so I went out kind of late, like always. I was going to go, but then I got kind of uh, sidetracked again. Uh, uh, you know, for me leaving at 7 8 o'clock, I'm still pulling over two bills. Well, that's good. I was like, you got wow. that luck. And uh, I had no surges. I had to, maybe I might have hit a couple of surges. I really didn't look to see. But I didn't get those promo- those promotions where every three rides you get. I think it was like nine fifty or something like that. Gotcha. I didn't get none of that because I was outside of the area, <laughs> which kind of sucked. Yeah, I imagine so. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, like I was out the woodlands, Conroe. Uh, I kind of see the area, Cleveland. Yeah. Kind of get yeah. a gamble sitting out of here. Never been to Cleveland. No. No. That's where the Browns play. They're shitty. <laughs> but no, I was like, I was like, uh, Conroe, Woodlands, Tomball, Tomball, then finally back into town. This man in the white hood. So I had no more Mexicans. Well, nice. Re- rephrase when I hit the Woodlands, I had white folks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the only interesting ride I had. I mean, I had a couple of interesting, like, not, like non interesting rides, but, uh, like the old folks I picked up from uh-huh. the museum district. Gotcha. They, they ordered the Uber because the train was late. Okay. And they had a, the train would have taken from there all the way to downtown where their hotel was. Mm-hmm. I get to the hotel, drop off these old folks. Mm-hmm. And might I add, I have my own music playing at the time. Uh-huh. And they're all like, oh, this is some interesting, they liking this rock and roll stuff that I had playing. How old are they? They, they in these 70s. Oh, okay. I was just like, dang. Well, they was around back when Nam was happening and, you know, and, and Woodstock. So, you know, they had a good time. <laughs> they had a good time. <laughs> Anyways. And so when I get there, the, they go, oh, thanks for the ride, whatever. And they're getting out of the car. The two old ladies go out that way. The one guy that's in the front gets out that door. And the one that was behind me that bought the Uber, he's out talking. Oh, da, da, da. And then they start walking off. And I was like, this motherfucker left my back door open. Nice. I was like, God damn it. Did you honk the horn? I reached back there, just shut the damn door, because time is money, and I already got pinged to go pick up somebody else at that point. I've been like, hey, old fuck, shut my door. You raising the barn? <laughs> Apparently he was. Fuck. I picked up these two couples. They That's went, they're, they're at the Astros game. You know, they beat the Rangers. And then... Uh, Everybody beating the Rangers, but go yeah. ahead. Uh, and then I took, they're the ones that took me all the way out to the Conroe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're nice couple, though. they Kind of good conversation here and there, and then they swingers. They were jamming to the music. They were singing and everything. I was like, "Damn, they by our age." Okay, swingers. No, not swingers. Oh, okay. You swinger. Who was swinging? I don't know who's swinging. I'm swinging. Anyways, 
I dropped them off, and then I, that's when I went to go pick up a couple of short rides here, and I was stuck in Conroe in certain areas I've never been in before. I was like, God damn it, I got to get out of here. I set the destination to AIG and ended up picking somebody at right there by the Woodlands Mall. Okay. And I've never been in that area on the side of the Woodlands Mall. And I'm like, is there a lot of bars on this side? I was like, what the fuck? And I go pick up. These three drunk guys were coming. Well, one drunk guy in particular. The other two seemed okay. And the one guy rode the one that ordered the Uber. He rolls out and he goes, hey, I ordered the Uber from my buddy here. Can you get him home safe? I'm like, well, that's my job. I said, I get, you know, I'll get guys home safe. And they tell him, all right, this is Rick. He's going to take you home. Just sit back here, be quiet, enjoy the ride, and he'll get you home. Text me when you get home. What did I say? Quiet, enjoy the ride, text you when I get home. And he says, all right. And he goes, Rick, he should be quiet on the way on the way home, all right? I said, no problem, no problem, no problem. So we sitting there, and I'm heading. I'm driving. I'm gone. Here going. It's a 35-minute ride. I'm like, where the fuck am I going? <laughs> I go down a little bit down the freeway. I turn, and now it's taking me into Tomball. And so I'm here heading down that way. And well, as I'm driving, all of a sudden he starts talking, hey, so-and-so, he mentioned a name. And nobody's saying anything because he's not calling my name. And I was like, you're by yourself, man. Come on, man, say something. And he looks and reaches, and like, hey, where's my buddy? I go, they just said, you know, they they ordered the Uber for you to bring you home. Oh, and then he started getting deep. Deep, deep on the cover. He got the uh, axle. <laughs> you know when you get that drunk and you start, you know. Oh, I love you, man. You start philosophizing. Yeah, that's right. When you get that, too drunk to philosophize, you think you're philosophizing really well? This shit here, love, see, man. I yeah. can't even sit in this divine in love. <laughs> all, he, all he started talking about was, he goes, all he talked about was like, when a man and a woman get together, they create life. <laughs> and it grows. And every, I'm looking at this motherfucker. Like, are, 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 are we talking about pregnancy now? It grows like a cancer. He goes, this is... <laughs> He looks at me. He goes, this is how he said it. He goes, man, that's just real fam. Is it real, man? Is it real fam? I was like, I ain't this fam. That's real fam. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. I was like, yeah, it's real, man. It's real. He goes, yeah, man. It's real. And then all of a sudden, it got quiet. And I'm here driving down. And I turn and look. Motherfucker passed out. You should have been like, is that for reals, fam? <laughs> so he's quiet. We're going down. All of a sudden, he's, he jumps up. He has, a, his, he has TikToks playing. Mm-hmm. And this is how I figured out he was asleep because I kept hearing the same TikTok over and 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 over. And so I was all like, I turned around, look, I was like, oh, he's passed out. I said, I can't reach the phone to fucking turn it off. And we're sitting there, we're going, and all of a sudden he jumps up, swipes, goes to the next one, and all of a sudden he's up looking in, and, and he swipes to another one. And then all of a sudden I hear, Nothing but insults, constantly. Uh-huh. Motherfucker this, motherfucker that, motherfucker da da da. And all of a sudden, motherfucker this, motherfucker that. But I was like, oh, motherfucker fell asleep with guy insulting. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so sitting there going, and all of a sudden he wakes up. He goes, hey, so I forget, whatever, calling his friend out again uh-huh. or whatever. And he goes, oh, come on, man, say something, man. Don't let me hang. And I was like, dude, you're by yourself. And he's all like... He goes, man, and he just goes right back. He turns That's off his crazy. phone and just passes out again. 
I'm like, I th- I'm you like, lucky this motherfucker didn't throw up in your car. Hold on. Well, that's what I was worried. Uh-huh. I started hauling ass. I imagine so. I was like, speed limit is is 60 down the street. 95. 75, <laughs> 80 is okay right now. I'm here hauling ass. And then I was like, oh, there's the turn. All right, make the turn. I'm going down to the neighborhood. Get to the neighborhood. I get there and I say, hey, man, I'm here. We're here. We're here at your house. At first, I was because he looked young. I didn't think he was going to have a house. I thought it was going to be an apartment. Mm-hmm. No, in this house. Nice. Nice neighborhood, too. Okay. He goes, oh. He goes, where's my phone? I was like, oh, man, please tell me you find your phone. Mm-hmm. I go, you just had it in your hand. Oh, shoot, it's still in my hand. <laughs> no. He reaches into his pocket, and he pulls his keys, and then there's like this something that's like right there. But I was like, oh, that's, his, that's your wallet. And he thinks, he goes, oh, that's my phone. And he has the keys, and he looks at me, and he goes, he reaches, he goes, oh, man, thanks for the ride. He reaches over to me. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting to do, like, a fist bump. He gave me a hug. He gave me a hug and kissed me on the back of my goddamn head. <laughs> That's that love, fam. I was just sitting there like, did he just kiss the back of my fucking head? That's that bro love. Get in for the bro hug. He t- touch on the head, patch on the back of the head, too. That's that bro love, fam. Yeah, he gave me the bro the bro love. There you go, I'm man. Just, see, that's a, see, that right there, that, that's that fam, bro. That's family. And it rises, it gets up, I turn and look, and there's his phone. I said, I ain't driving all the way the fuck out here mm-hmm. to bring back his phone. I said, hey, man, your phone. He was like, oh, all right. And I see him get out the car. He gets to the front door, and he stops. And I'm here rolling up the window, and I'm... Mm-hmm. Getting in, I'm turning. I was like, stops at the front door, and then all of a sudden I look when I'm kind of rolling. He texts his friend. I guess he's home, and then rise. I come around because it's at a cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. I'm making a turn, and when I'm on my way out, I turn and look, and that motherfucker just don't. You can see he's leaning up against the door. Damn! <laughs> and I was like, he's home. I'm gone. That's right. You, you really didn't care about his safety, fam. Hey, he was there at home, Bruh. He gave you the bro hug. How you not going to go up there and open the door for the man? Would you? Yes. I'd park my car, walked out there, helped the man get in his house. Here you go, fam. And let, give him his keys to lock the door now. All right, you have a good night. And I would have gone left. What I do, what any self-respect Uber would do? I mean, I did that for some ladies. You do it for some ladies. I done it for... Oh, I see what you're saying. You do it for some swinging smack. We ain't going to do it for a swinging dick. I got you. I feel you, fam. I done it for handicapped people. I done it, for, you know... What color was this man? White. Okay, well, he already handicapped. He can't handle his liquor. He can't handle his liquor. Wait, wait, wait. He was white. He gave you the bro hug? Yeah. Uh, this motherfucker was toe up from the flow up. Yeah. His four sheets to the wind. I uh, didn't want to go because I was afraid he might have throw up right there. You know the what? Room. I was going to see in the news. He might be dead. Or he might still be sleeping there in the morning. <laughs> hey, his buddy sent me a tip. It was a good tip. Did he have a ring on? I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Well, man, you should have. You should have. Man, the brother sent you a good tip. You should have helped the man in the house, man. The man, it wasn't. It, man, it was, you could have gone there, help open the door, walk him in there, and steal whatever you wanted to walk shut out. Shut the fuck up. You wouldn't have fucking known it, drunk ass. Shut shit. the fuck up. You know, walked in there, five figures, some fucking silverware, some shit, and come out. You know, man, you'd been like, hell yeah. You could have got yourself a new camera. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, that was that. Again, if I, you know, did all the rest of the Uber, and it really didn't have a whole lot uh-huh. afterward. I mean, I had a couple of rides here and there, too. I made mm-hmm. a good enough amount. Got home, slept, woke up the next day. All the kids took off to the mall. And I was actually thinking to see if they all, because everybody was actually off. Uh-huh. So I was all like, why don't we, you know, the family all head to the beach just to go chill, mm-hmm. you know, in Galveston or something, you know. But they all take up to the mall. So I was like, I looked at, looked at my girlfriend and said, all right, well, uh, we'll just go uh, have some lunch, good lunch, whatever, you know. 
And we, you know, we got my second uh, Saturday morning. We got our second shot for. Uh, yeah, I saw that. The Moderna. So uh, for COVID. So we were just like, so we went out and my arm was really sore on. Not anymore. <laughs> my arm was really sore on Saturday and Sunday. Gotcha. And yesterday, just a little bit. And uh, my girlfriend bruises really easily mm-hmm. and she got a bruise on. Well, stop hitting her. Shut the fuck up. Why are you such a beater? I don't beat nobody. Damn, you you beat something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and, and then like that was Saturday, you know. Uh-huh. Had a, I mean Sunday had a like I said good lunch. Uh, I made a lasagna for dinner. We had good dinner that night. Well, there you go. So that was your weekend in Uber. How's my weekend in Uber? How and was you, yours? Well, you know, I didn't know if you were going to come back to me or not. I was feeling kind of left on. I was, I was just glad to be a guest on the Rick Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starting to act like Barry Media over here, man. Just it's funny. I can talk a lot of shit when you're here, but when I'm by myself doing a solo show, you know how hard it is to talk because I get no f- back and forth. <laughs> I get no shit talking back. You sitting here running podcasts like you Barry Media, thinking like you're the only one on earth, man. Like so you're the last guy. Like you the shit and, and a bag of chips. Well, you're the one that don't show up sometimes. Yeah, man, I'm always here. I'm here yeah. when I'm not here. I'm everywhere. I'm like Jesus, man. <laughs> My weekend started out pretty interesting. I had to take off Friday off. Uh, supposed to do some stuff with the wedding. Uh, you know, and then I wound up going to Splashway with the fam. You know, family, man. You know. So we went to Splashway. Spl- Splashway is over there off of uh, Sheridan. It's uh, going toward Hallisville. Okay. It's a smaller part, but it's nice. Got a wave pool, lazy river, and, you know, some rides, some slides. Not very big, but it's, it's really nice, very comfortable. It's a great place to go for family. And uh, so my grandson, when we had a blast, you can see I'm completely burnt uh, on my face. And then uh, and on my shoulders a little bit, too. And then the grandson got burnt, too, and yeah. so the daughter. And I thought you came in blackface. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that cut in burn? <laughs> Racist. <But anyway. laughs> so you can call me Barry Photos, then, if I'm sitting here. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I was uh, doing that. And then... Uh, when we came home, and boy, I was tired, man. We came home, and I stopped, and I forgot what we ate that night. But then uh, Saturday, I got up and uh, went to the movies. We saw, actually, we saw a movie that that night. We saw uh, Brayden and me. We went and saw uh, Snake Eyes. And then that Saturday afternoon, we saw, uh, that Saturday morning, we saw, uh, oh, M. Night Shalomon. Oh, uh, okay. And it was kind of a chill weekend after that because I was kind of exhausted. We came back home, and I was going to Uber, but then the wife and me, we needed to do a few things. So we did some stuff around the house, fixed some things up with the dogs buried and everything else, and then kind of chilled. And then Sunday, we swam in our own pool. I ran around with Braden trying to get some things done. I had to pick up some uh, some uh, stuff for the pool, stuff for Braden, And then, uh, you know, Main Text Chick opened up in Sugarland, opened up a new spot now. It has a brick and mortar over there down there by McAllister's off of University. And so the wife loves that place because that's the one off of Westheimer, you know, the one we passed on the gay area by Westheimer. So we went to it on Saturday, and then my wife wanted some more on Sunday since I was wearing Rosenberg. I just drove another five minutes down the road and got her some chicken. Of course, I waited in line for about a fucking hour and 101 degrees, no fucking wind blowing. I'm in shorts, and I'm still sweating my ass off. But, yeah, I did. That's love. Is that worth chicken? That's love, fam. <laughs> Is chicken worth it to wait that long? It's good. The chicken's good. And then uh, the the fries, the waffle fries, and that's crispy. It's good, but you know it, it's it's their grand open. Everything was fifty percent off too, so that's why there's a lot of people. But it's it's good chicken. Trust me, it's it's good. It's it's real good. It's not like do they have boneless chicken? Yeah, that's what it is. It's boneless chicken. It's like oh. chicken chunks. Chicken chunks. They cut the chicken up, put it on top of the fries, and you can get it with their sauce or the cheese sauce. Or you can get it half and half. Oh, okay. And it's good. Trust me. You can get a chicken slider or whatever you want. There's no bone in there. It's all like boneless. 
but it's it's good. It's it's real good. So you know, we did that, and that was pretty much it for me. I mean, this week has been crazy. I'm supposed to get the lawnmower. I'm supposed to go to my friend's house, drop him off my daughter's lawnmower because my son-in-law destroyed it. <laughs> I got my lawnmower fixed. Oh, my dad! My dad told me to tell you because uh, when I went to pick up Tizzy uh-huh. today, my dad told me to tell you he gotta get his lawnmower fixed before it blows up. Your dad's lawnmower? Yeah. Okay. It's got a fuel leak. Oh man. Yeah, but he goes. He goes. He goes, he goes, I thought, he goes, I thought, he goes, I thought Miguel touched it. Nice. <laughs> was it a good or a bad touch? <laughs> <laughs> well, always a bad touch because it's got a few leaks now. <laughs> but no, uh, so I, uh, so my buddy fixed a lawnmower. He fixed my lawnmower with bad carburetor, bad gas. Yeah. So he fixed, took that, cleaned it up really nice, shut it up real nice, turned it up sideways, stuck up your candy ass, and it runs great now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so then my son was using his lawnmower and he hit uh, the metal thing in the ground for the yeah, sewer. Yeah, you told me about that. And so he destroyed it, and he flipped it over upside down, banged it out, so now i got to take it to my friend to get him to fix it. It's going to cost, he's going to charge my $6 to work on it, maybe another $30 for the blade and whatever it's going to take. But, yeah, you know, he's going to fix it up. So it would be nice. But, yeah, so, you know, that's pretty much it. But, you know, this week is uh, <laughs> it's my birthday eve today. Birthday, that's right. The MIG-1 turns old tomorrow. That's right. I'm already old. I'm just getting older. Gracefully. You at the top of the hill, aren't you? I'm about to be at the top of the hill tomorrow. He he ain't over the hill yet, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm, next I'm, I'm clinging on to the back end of the hill. They they trying to drag me to the top. I'm gonna plant my flag tomorrow. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I actually will turn into five old tomorrow. You believe that shit? Damn, fam. <laughs> exactly. And so, in honor of my fitty, my kids, we were gonna go eat, but we can't get everybody together. So tomorrow we're going to. My wife's gonna make my cake. As you know, me being a die, you know, I'm Wolf of Brimley. I got diabetes. So, but this will be the one time I can kind of, you know, take it easy. But, you know, Fruity Pebbles also turned 50 this year. Oh, really? Yes. And since my, they already got my grandson thinking I'm Fred, and so my wife says I look like Fred, to the bowling, <laughs> to the shoes, to the feet, to the hair, to the nose, and to the body. So, she picked up two Pebby Fruity Pebbles cake mixes to make me a 50 cake out of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> so, we're both celebrating 50 years together. Damn, I would say try the Fruity Pebbles candy bar, but it's too sweet for Oh, I've diabetes. had that. It is very sweet. Yeah, I had it before I knew it was diabetes. That diabetes, <laughs> that probably will cause you to have diabetes. But I already got the diabetes. But I got my sugar under control in case people are worried and concerned with me. I'm doing really good with my sugar. I got it really low. I'm in the low 100s, uh, sometimes in the 90s. So I'm doing really good with that. Uh, so y'all know I've lost like 20 pounds too, so you know. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so that's going to be my birthday. And then on the weekend, they're going to take me out to Grace's Pizza so I can get my pizza and my ice cream on. Which, to where? Grace's Pizza out in Alabama, Texas. It, uh, one of my wife's former uh, co-workers, one of the assistant principal, a principal she used to know, that she used to work for back in A-Leaf, her son owns that restaurant. Man, Grace's, go, Grace's Pizza in Alvin. Man, y'all go far places just go It's eat. good, fam. It's good pizza. And it, they, he got a deal with the people out there with the meat, the vegetables, and the ice cream, and the whatever. Uh-huh. And so it's all hometown stuff in there. Oh, it's good. They make these shakes that, like this one, the 4th of July shake I got that one time, it had a big-ass sugar cookie in it. And the ice cream on there, and they put a damn uh, sparkle on top and lit that shit up. Damn. And it's not like some small ass thing they get for. Okay, picture Route 44. That's the shake. Okay. This one I'm going to get this coming weekend, it's called a Dream Sickle one. It's orange, all that stuff in there, and got a damn Dream Sickle, a real ice cream in the side of it, upside down with the stick sticking out. Dude, you got diabetes. I got diabetes, but I get I can I can splurge every once in a while. <laughs> and that's going to be my splurge day. And of course, I'm probably going to run 20 miles afterwards, and you know. <laughs> Who say you gonna run? 
I've been getting a lot of exercise. That's why swimming in the pool back and forth, you know, just exercising or cutting the grass. Hey, just because you're floating back and forth. Well, I don't float, fam. I'm, swimming. <laughs> I'm just fucking I'm swimming, fam. If I was floating, to be a turd, but I ain't going to be floating. <laughs> so he gets on his back and floats from one side to the That's other. Right. I'm, I'm exercising. <laughs> I got one. One lap. Two we laps. About you forgot the one factor. What? Grandson. Oh, so you know there ain't no damn rest for me. Oh, yeah. You're lying on your back. He's just sitting on the belly. Keep no, going. no, no. He He's... climbs on my back. Got me walking, swimming around like a damn submarine, controlling me. <laughs> Forward, backward, left, right, Grandpa. Come on, sub. Let's go down. Go down, Grandpa. Won't let me up. I'm dying down here, fam. <laughs> That's why you got to get on your back. And you got to tell him, yeah, like, be Huckleberry Finn. Just lie on the raft and just go. <laughs> nice. Now, but yeah, so between him and Brayden, I don't get no rest. Brayden, they're trying to wrestle me, so I got to fight him half the damn time. It's like fighting an ox. Damn gorilla. It's, it's, so I'm never I'm never relaxing in the pool. That's what you're supposed to do? No, I'm in there fighting for my life. That's funny. It's like I'm taking on an alligator. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Because <laughs> I'm wrestling the motherfucker in the pool. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So that's, you know, this is going to be an interesting week. Of course, the kids and the wife show no love, dropping how you feel to be half a hundred. How you feel to be alive for five decades. You know, shit like that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So that's what I got. Cool. Cool. So I got something for you before we bust into news and everything. I got some Marvel news for you. I don't even think you know this yet. Well, just wait till we get to the news part. Well, there ain't much of a news. It's more of like a little tease. There's a lot of things I know. I will go ahead then. Go on, go to Bassel. What you want to talk about, fam? Usually we kind of jump into the movies. Well, let's do your movies. We don't have nothing on wrestling, do you? Uh, wrestling right now, Roman Reigns told John Cena to go, go to hell. He can't see him because he's doing the same shtick, same bullshit. So, Roman Reigns is at the Finn Balor's uh, challenge at Russell, at SummerSlam. Goldberg came back. He taking on Bobby Lashley. Nick Cross cashed in their money in the bank last night at at uh, Raw. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair won. <laughs> so, she lost it. So, yeah. So, that's what's going on. So, she's one of the few, the only, the first woman to lose it and not, at first, to cash it in and not win. So, you know, there's a man that did that, too. I think that was Sheamus. Or somebody cast it in on the man's side, didn't win. I forgot who it was. Oh, okay. So, there's only been two people like that have tried to cash it in and lost. Uh-huh. Uh, AEW has supposedly signed Daniel Bryant. Yeah, that's what uh, my brother was telling me. And now, allegedly, I don't know how much truth it is, but apparently they're on the verge of signing CM Punk. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, one of the greatest segments I saw in AEW the other day was when Sting and Orange Cassidy were standing next to each other and they're looking at each other. And so Orange Cassidy picks his hand straight up like this, straight up in there, and then pulls him down and puts him in his hand pockets. And when he does that, Sting looks at him. Sting gives him the, the little Orange Cassidy kick to the leg. Orange Cassidy gives him the kick. Sting gives him the kick back. Orange Cassidy gives back. And then they both turn sideways and step away and they do the side kick to each other. And the Sting <laughs> beats his chest in slow mo. <laughs> it was like the greatest shit ever. Like, oh my God, this is freaking awesome. But yeah, they were like, what the heck is Sting doing? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to see what AEW really doing something. So if they can get some real good push, they got a lot of old talent there from WWE, and they got some good talent there, young talent. If they can get their thing squared out right, I think they'll eventually. Uh, they're not gonna put McMahon out of business, obviously, but they'll be a good competitor. Yeah, and you know, usually competition helps you bring out the best in you, anyway. So I'm hoping they get bigger because their pay per views right now are during a certain way. That you, they don't have like the WD network. It still costs you $49 to see it. And it's kind of hard to want to pay it. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually see the damn thing on YouTube the next week. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. I was going to say, uh, uh, I guess, uh, we'll do movie reviews. We got three, three movies to review. You got two and you and I got one that we saw together. 
Uh, see here, I saw old. Yeah. You got old Snake Eyes and Space Jam. Space Jams. I got Space Jam as well. All right, and then, uh, then yeah, we'll, then we'll just jump in some news. All right, not a problem. What you want to do Space Jam first, as we did together? Yeah, let's go ahead and do some Space Jam. Everybody talking about the Space Jam. Oh wait, that's the first one. That was yeah. So it sucked. <laughs> it did, didn't it? It was not good. Honestly, it was not as good as the first one. No, no, it was. It was totally different. Um, I liked uh, Don Cheadle as the bad guy. Yeah, algorithm, algorithm, algorithm. Um, this was more. Man, I, I can't even get a five. I I'm, I'm giving it like a three and a half. It's because I mean I like the fact that Bugs went on ahead and he kind of teases that. Oh, when did we do this before? Oh, oh no! I like the fact that they were throwing shade at LeBron the entire thing. Yeah, might have ran out of teams to play for, <laughs> and all kinds of shit like that. It's like, damn, he's not damn. He just said that, and then and then they did the old. Uh, what about, oh, yeah, the whole Michael. Well, I'll, I'll get that, that in a minute. We'll get yeah. that in a minute. They had some funny parts. Don't get me wrong. They had some funny parts. The tunes were the, the ones that did the funny parts. Yeah. Marvin but, Martian. Yeah. The whole thing with. That makes me angry. <laughs> with LeBron and everything, I mean, it's, it's not the same. It he tried to be kind of comical. It just wasn't the same. And this is just more or less a father learning his spot that we've seen in every freaking movie. Yeah, and I don't even remember Michael really doing anything that ridiculous or being trying to be comedic. No, in Space the, Jam. In Space Jam, in the first one, it was it was the cartoons that needed his help. About his help. And this one, it's LeBron needs their help. Uh huh. But the of course, it was the whole the whole thing was basically LeBron learning to have fun again and not to be so goddamn controlling. Yeah, and everything else like that, which he eventually learns. Yeah, through the movie, you through know. But it just moments, you know. There were some parts when he did some things, and I'm, okay, I can't shit on him completely. There were some parts he did when he was a cartoon, which was actually kind of funny. But uh, but you know, I thought the tunes stole the show. Obviously, uh, Bugs Bunny was the best. Yeah, wanna. Mission to get everybody back. <laughs> Star date. <laughs> you know, he's doing the Kirk, Captain Kirk thing. He's like, oh my God, that was freaking hilarious. What about Granny? Oh, Granny would be in the Matrix. Matrix. Oh, Granny drinking the Mai Tais. Uh, Porky Gran- Pig, the rapper. <laughs> he dropped the mic, though. Daffy Duck, the superhero. <laughs> that was funny. Will LeBron say, oh, I just wanted to be in here. I got to be Batman. Robin, <laughs> that was great. Or how about when he went to Harry Potter World? Oh, oh no, it was Hufflepuff. Nerd. <laughs> Bugs is like nerd. <laughs> but like, it, I said, like I said, it had his moments, but it wasn't good enough to. I the reason why I saw it twice because I fell asleep the first time. I focused and I actually really tried to like super enjoy it. I mean, I chuckled at things. I need to chuckle at a few things, but it was again what the tunes were doing. Yeah. And not less what LeBron was doing. And sometimes with <laughs> like my wife laughed when uh, the little paperclip looking wannabe thing, the new updated paperclip, he smiled yeah. and the broke up Pete had messed up teeth. Yeah. So my wife cracked up at that. I said, don't even say a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it was, it's so funny, you know, and, like I said, the tunes to me stole the whole show. Even Daffy had some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then here comes the Michael B. Jordan part. That was great. The thing I started laughing up is that when Sylvester goes, well, I thought he aged well. 
And I'm like, <laughs> you can't say that. What the hell, man? <laughs> oh, my God. But it was done by a black and white animal, so it's yeah. all good. You know, it's all, yeah, you can say that. I'll start. And then he, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan breaks into the, the Friday Night Light speech. Open heart, clear mind. Mm-hmm. He gets like. <laughs> I was I just laughed because they're like coming from uh, what school out of North Carolina six point six surrounders Michael huh Jordan <laughs> Jordan <laughs> that's Michael B Jordan the actor <laughs> I just can't get some popcorn and the cat grabbed me and you know <laughs> uh, oh my gosh but uh, yeah they is not a great success as the first one was no. And I'm glad we were able to see it for free on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, not free. I mean, you, you're yeah, you know, whatever it is. No but, big still, deal. but still, it's, it's, I'd rather watch it on there than go pay fucking. Yeah, it was it was better to watch it at home. So I tell you what, I shit on it earlier. I can't really shit on it like that. I'll give it a four. Um, I mean, there's really not much more you can say about it because it really wasn't that. In the end, they beat the guy. They had to level up. The kid had his own son had to help him win. They had to team up, and then of course you know you think Bugs is dead, mm-hmm. but Bugs is back. You know, back. Yeah. I'm a two, and I could survive anything, Doc. Yeah, and of course I brought some friends over, so I'm wondering if they're going to try to make a sequel. Like, yeah, that'd be ridiculous you, you if they know, did. It's, it depends on the success of it, and there's a lot of LeBron James fans out there that's going to love this. Maybe movie. and the kids that love the tunes yeah. and stuff because like that. But it, I don't really. Know all that. in all, it is kind of a kids movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could. When I don't, I never saw the ratings. The you know what I missed is I love how they did uh, all the tunes went their own different way. How Lola Bunny was with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I wanted to see. I never saw the pictures. I wanted to see the the so called over sexualized Lola Bunny they did. That's I never saw. The, I never saw the pictures because we saw the wholesome Lola Bunny. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it looked like. Well, the the whole Lola Bunny when they when when Algae Rhythm uh, made them real. Uh huh. Instead of a cartoon, uh-huh. that's where the sexy part came out because it gave her the ass and gave her the oh, you know, making it like Jessica Rabbit. Type yeah. Stuff. Oh, okay, I got. That's it. where that bullshit came. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a kid all, movie, damn it! So you gave it a four. I gave I, it a four. I gave it a five. Just average movie. I think like it's below average. It, it took me two times to watch it, mm-hmm. but. I watched it for y'all. People. Gotcha. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> we we took the bullet. <laughs> so now next two, we got two movies that uh, the the big one went to go see. I wanted to go see Snake Eyes, but I didn't get a chance to go. Well, I'll tell you right now. I'll start with that one since I saw that one first. Snake Eyes, I went with Braden. And I don't know much about the origin story of Snake Eyes. So I have no idea how much of this, you know, because as we know, with freaking Black Widow, they took the Taskmaster story. They totally made it what they wanted to do. So I don't know if Hollywood took some more liberal whatever with snake eye story so i have no idea how, how how true it is basically his dad and him are hiding in a cabin they get hunted down by some assassins uh the dad makes the boy who at that time we know is snake it's gonna be snake he hides in the closet the guy tells the man this is how i do all my decisions throw your dice if you know either you win you live you lose you die he rolls snake eyes it looks like you die the kid came running out trying to stop him uh, and then he wound up running away. He saw the man in the dice. He ran away. And in the end, they killed the father and the son sees him, but he doesn't do anything because he's too small. They can't stop them. So eventually he grows up and he's an orphan and he moves around. And, you know, he's here, there, he's here, he's doing that. So he's basically trying to track the guy who, uh. So Snake Guy is actually Asian. He's not a white guy. Yeah, he's Asian. Trying to hunt down who, uh, 
with an English accent, trying to hunt down the, the killer. When he's approached by a guy who runs the Yakuza, or no, the triad, no, the Yakuza. And uh, basically, uh, he works for him. You know, he says, look, I'm the kind of guy that can find people. And he tells him, look, I don't work for people like you because I know what you are. And he goes, look, I can help you find this. And he shows him something that like, okay, so he agrees. So next thing you know, he's working in uh, California, cutting fish and stuffing AKs into the fish. <laughs> and uh, one guy's there, his friend, uh, who always makes fun and jokes with him. And in the end, the, the guys call him up and say, we got a traitor on this. And it turns out it was Snake Eye's friend. And that's, you see the trailer where he, instead of killing him, he defends him. And they fight everybody off and they fight off the people and they chase the one guy and the one guy gets away. Well, Snake Eyes wasn't trying to capture him either because, you know, that's the guy he's working for. Uh, but you know, his friend didn't know that. Anyway, so his friend takes him back home to his land where the ninja, so, you know, the Japanese. So he goes back there. He goes, oh, you, you saved my life. And so I'm going to teach you the way. So just tell him how this, you could be this, this, and this. You got to pass the three things of a warrior. Uh, if you don't do it, you're going to lose and everything else. So he's got to do these tests. And, of course, the woman doesn't trust him because he's an outsider. The friend is going to take over the clan. Uh, but right now his grandmother's running the clan. Cobra's involved now because Cobra's helping the bad people. And you can see because they got the Cobra symbol. The Baroness is in there. She's the one responsible for killing a lot of people. So you see her. She was cool, too, by the way. Uh, Scarlet's in it. And then uh, basically he takes the first challenge where he's got to fight uh, one of the guys. And he's like, here. Puts a bowl of water and he gets a bowl of water. Him goes, you must take my bowl of water from me. And he's like, ah, oh, what's the catch? Without spilling any of it. So he tries three times and he loses. And the guy goes, he keeps on slapping him with the water in his face. You lose again. One more time and you're done. And then he realized that his friend told him, you must let go of pride, ego. Mm -hmm. So he goes, he grabs the water, walks with the master. Hard master, would you please accept my bowl for your bowl? And so he does. So he passes the challenge. The second challenge was, uh, you know, the bad guy from the 300, the black guy that trained uh, Eva Green in 300, the, mm -hmm. the, you know, the Persian guy? Well, he's in there. He's blind master. That motherfucker's bad, boy. And uh, he teaches him some stuff, too. And so he winds up. See, it's like uh, Luke goes into the cave and sees himself as Darth Vader type mm -hmm. of shit. So he does that. But he winds up going through that. The last challenge is a fucked up one. <laughs> He doesn't pass it. And uh, the one girl the security winds up going down there and helping him survive because it was three anacondas. And if he's not pure of heart, the anacondas would attack him and they were going to. And so he had to kick one to get away. And he and the girl had to go down and save him. Well, she broke the rules. And so the grandmother's screaming at all three of them. She's the leader. Mm. And then the guy, Snake Eye, goes, look, I'm sorry. It is all my fault. I was searching for vengeance, this, this, and this. And this friend looks at him like, why didn't you tell me this? You, 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 you know, it's like you, you've insulted my honor that time. You cost me this because I'm not going to be able to do this or this. Well, they were also protecting a gem that gives them like, like a fire gem that gives them power. Mm -hmm. And so through the whole thing, the, the one friend was fighting another guy, Kenji, who got kicked out of the clan, who's leading the other group, who Snake Eyes is working for. Uh, he's trying to get that gem to be in power, to take over the clan. And he was going to give the gem to Cobra afterwards. Uh, Basically, uh, Snake Eye steals it, gives it to that guy, and then realizes that he made a mistake. And even though he he does, Baroness does show up and like, here he is. And that's when he finds out the guy that killed his dad worked for Cobra. Says, oh, double fuck. So he realizes that, so he runs back to try to help his friend. 
And he, before he left, he goes, look, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your life. He cut his hand. He tried to hand him the sword back. The guy goes, no, you keep the sword. But he cut his hand and goes, look, you're my brother and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they fought. And then Kenshi attacks. Everybody fights. The hard master, blind master, snake eyes. And of course, then, but he does something when they fight. When the guy's fighting, I can't remember his name, but when he's fighting the uh, Kenzie guy, he does this with his swords. You know, he, he stands with them sideways. Yeah. So you know that. It's like when I first saw him do that, the first uh, five minutes of the show, motherfucker, that's Storm Shadow. <laughs> that's who that is. And yeah, it is. It's Storm Shadow. Because during that one thing, when he was getting upset, his friend, this woman security goes, you're acting like... I see that look in your face. It's like a storm again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because the shadow comes over your face or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. So they fight. They fight the guys off. And eventually Storm Shadow uses the power of the rock, which he's not supposed to, to try to defend his family. The grandmother takes the rock from him. And then they wind, they wind up beating the guy finally. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and the grandmother tells him he will never be in charge. I will be the last because you're not supposed to use it. He's like, I used it to save the family. He goes, no, you're not supposed to. We're only supposed to protect it. And... He got mad and disgraced and everything. So he just got disgraced. So he walked over to Snake Eyes and said, "The next, you promised me a life, your life with this. The next time I see it, see you, I will collect." And he leaves. You see him get on his private plane to go, and then the Baroness shows up. I'm not here to kill you. I'm here to offer you something. You wanted an army, and we can give you an army. And da 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 da. So what do you think, Kinsey or whatever his Khan, whatever his name was? He goes, "No, call me Storm Shadow." <laughs> And then Snake Eyes comes out of the temple. like, well, let's do what we got to do. Let's go find him and fix him before something bad happens. And he goes, the mask comes down. He mm-hmm. takes off on the bike. Like, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but he, he, they don't say why he takes his vow of silence. No, or, I didn't say that. Didn't get to that part yet. Okay. But uh, this is just the or- origin story. And now he's going after Storm Shadow, who now takes Storm Shadow's name, who's now joining Cobra. So it's the very first time this Shadow is going to go bad. Okay. And so there's still more to go. So this is probably where we're going to find out why it takes a vial of silence. Uh, but it was it was good. Like I don't know the I don't know the actual backstory of Snake Eyes, but I love the fight scenes. The fight scenes, even though was, they weren't CGI, I don't think they choreographed. But it was a really good. Okay. There were some really good fight scenes. Uh, the Baroness is definitely a bitch, and I loved her. I was like, that's the Baroness, and she actually teamed up with Scarlet and Snake Eyes because at one point, you know. She goes, shit, I guess I got to. And then when she, she had a chance, she goes, fuck this. So she ran away. I was like, oh, my God. You're such a baroness. But, but oh, Scarlet was amazing. She was awesome. And they, they talked to him about Joes. She, they're part of the Joes, the elite force, da-da-da-da, tasked on this. He goes, oh, okay. So they walked up to Scarlet. He goes, hey, yo, Joe. That's how I started. Like, you did not just do that. Oh, my God. That's funny. But. Yeah, it was really good. The guy playing Storm Shadow, the guy playing Snake Eyes, excellent pick and great pick for Scarlet and the Baroness. I, I, yeah, I liked it. Brayden enjoyed it. It was like this is good. This is a good movie. I mean, grand little plot hole here and there, but and some crazy shit. We're going to talk about big ass fucking forty foot snakes and shit like that. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, ancient power weapons. You know, it was like you know, Cobra did try to do the BET. You know, the broadcast energy transmitter. So you know, <laughs> I'm assuming that's what the Rock is for. But. uh so yeah, I was like, okay, this is cool. It was, it was it was good. It was very enjoyable. It was it was really good, and I give this movie about a six. I give it better. It's a little bit better than average. It's a good reboot. It's a okay. good start. The fight scenes, everything else. If it had a better plot, but we knew the plot was basically his origin story. 
You knew Storm Shadow was going to be in it. You knew they were going to cross paths somewhere. And now we know that we're friends, brothers. They'd be like brothers. And, of course, you know, it goes sideways. Okay. So, but yeah, very enjoyable. Brayden probably give it a seven. He really enjoyed it. He was really into it. Okay, cool. Uh, and I'm thinking it's a great reboot for the Joe series. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's, it's, I definitely got, saw it in matinee. So you'll definitely, yeah. Okay. It's a good price for matinee. All right. Let's jump up to your next movie. Ooh, okay. Old. You know, when it comes down to Emily Shyamalan Ding Dong, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's hit or miss. Yeah. You he got, is. you know, the sixth sense. You got the village. He pretty much screwed himself after the sixth sense because after that you started to know everything was about a twist. Yeah, and that's his mo. And village start off great, and then I was like, what the yeah. fuck? And, and then, then the happening where you're like, what the fuck? It ain't happening. But you know, I like the happening because it was all about the plants, the then, trees, and stuff. But Unbreakable, I liked it. See, that's the thing. Those are the three: Unbreakable, the uh, Mr. Glass, uh, and, and, Split. Mo- and Split, and then the last one where they had them all together. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh, devil wasn't too bad, but you kind of knew who the devil was. But uh, in the elevator, remember that one? Yeah. And then, of course, the lady in the lake type shit with uh, Giovanni in it. But uh, this one, the trailer was interesting. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to get out of this shit? Of course, you know, Shalomon always has a part in his movies. So the premise is basically these people want a trip to this resort. And it's a beautiful resort. A lot of people are there. You get there, you fill out a form, they give you a drink immediately when you get there. Because based off your requests, we've, off your selections, we've got your drinks ready for you. So they drink and everything else. And of course, the young boy is always walking around, hi, I'm this, what's your name and what's your occupation? He's, he's asking that everybody, everybody, that's his thing. So he meets a bunch of people there on the beach. And then, you know, later, the concierge guy goes, we have a, I only tell these to special people, but we have a, a private beach where you could go. And it's really great. Okay, we'll, we'll go. Okay. So they get in the van, M. Night Solomon drives them there. But two other people get in there with them too. So, you know, we were supposed to be serious, but yeah, but we know. They told us to. Okay, cool. So it's an old man and his old man, his girlfriend, and his mother. His wife, I guess. The wife is like in her 30s. The man is like in his 50s. He's a doctor. The doctor is Rufus Sewell, Count Adamar, from uh, a prince, uh, Knights in China. Uh, what is it? Uh, Knights. Uh, Heath Ledger's movie. Yeah. And, uh. Nice tale. A nice tale, thank you. So anyway, so they go to the, to the thing, and my silent pulls up to these bricks and goes, okay, just go through here, follow the path, and you're gonna go between two cameras, and you're gonna come to it. Well, why don't you open? There's a lot of stuff here. It goes, don't worry, no, I gotta get back, sorry, I've already been called back already, but you'll be okay, just go down, you'll be there real quick. Cause the roof was trying to get him to help him out with the stuff, and he wouldn't go. So they go there, and they walk through, and like, oh, and they come out to the beach, like, this is beautiful. And it is. And they looked and they see there's a guy there, a black guy and his girlfriend. And the girlfriend jumps in the water and she's out there swimming. So they know who it, they didn't see her much. They only saw the black guy. So then other people show up, a black guy and a Chinese dude. And then who the black, the black woman had a, a seizure at the breakfast, breakfast table earlier. But you know, she, so she shows up with her husband who's a nurse on this beach. And. The the wife has a daughter. The the doctor's wife has a daughter too. So they're all there. Now all figuring everything's going cool. So they're playing hide and seek, and the boys in the water. All of a sudden, this is in the trailer. All of a sudden, a body floats up next to him, and he freaks out and runs out. And they pull the girl on the beach, and she's dead. They're like what the heck? And then the black guy comes and goes. That was my girl. I don't know what happened to her. She was swimming out there fine. All of a sudden, she's dead. You know. And they find out the black guy is a rapper. 
known as Half Price Suburban or some shit like that. <laughs> some, some fucked up name like that. Uh, as it goes on, though, you find out pretty much that the beach, like you're thinking, you're thinking, well, they're trying to figure out what's happening. So they try to go for help. So the dad walks through the cavern, and next you know, he starts going like this. And next you know, he's on the beach on his back. And they pick him up like, what happened? Oh, no, I don't I, know. I passed out, and you wanted to back over here. Anytime somebody tries to go back to the cavern, they can't get out. They pass out. So they're freaking out. And then they start wondering why things are changing a little bit. And they, they look at the kids, and the kids have grown a little bit like, what the hell? And then they go to the girl's body, and the black guy moves the sheet and his bones. Like, oh, my God, how long does they decompose? Five years or whatever. It happened like in minutes. So he freaks out, takes off running. And he goes in, and next you know, they're picking him off the ground, too. He passed out. So no one can look off the beach. So they're freaking out. And now the kids are starting to grow older. And they're like, oh, my God, what the hell is happening here? And they start to figure out something is going on in this island, and people are getting older. Uh, and that's what's actually happening. Basically, you find out that the island, it's, it's, the island's normal. That section, and they figured it out because of the cliffs. Like it's an island. Like you have like a like it's not like a like you walk into the hole, and so it's open like this. Okay, and these are all rocks, all like tall, tall rocks. It's like here. a beach in a cavern. Yes, pretty much. And you come out, and you can see the beach, and you can see the thing. So you can swim out and go around it if you wanted to. If it wasn't what it is, yeah. But they can't, and so th- that's what it looks like. But that actually, because of the magnetic fields and everything going on in that particular area, all that stuff happening because the way it is, it's an anomaly. It's a nature anomaly, which causes you to get older within moments. Like five years is like 20 seconds or 20 minutes or whatever. It's like faster than normal. So they start to figure that out. Uh, before they had went, the little boy had made friends with one of the other little boys who was the son of the concierge guy or the owner of the hotel, whatever he is. And they were talking. They made up a secret code. And they were laughing. And the kid had given him a note before he left. He didn't pay attention to it. So everybody's starting to die. <laughs> it's starting to happen bad. The grandmother dies. Rufus Sewell's grandmother just die up and dies. Like, what the hell happened? The dog dies. They just go to sleep. And then uh, slowly but surely, Rufus starts losing his mind. He's like, does anyone remember that movie? That movie that had whatever, whatever, whatever. And he goes, and he flies back. Okay, let's do this. But do you remember that movie? So he's having dementia and shit like that. So yeah. they, do you realize what his issue is? Then you realize the wife and the husband, what was going on with her. She was dying. She cheated on her husband. She was going to divorce him because she's going to die and didn't want the kids to suffer. Mm-hmm. They hadn't told the kids yet. So the unique thing with her is she had a tumor. Oh, shit. So as she grew, as she got older. Guess what happened to the tumor? Tumor grew. Yeah, of course. So when it first started, it was the size of a chickpea. Mm-hmm. And they knew that. They go, oh, my God, why is she passing out? What's going on? So they cut her open. The doctor cuts open with a knife, and it closes up immediately. Mm-hmm. We're healing too fast. we got to cut it and hold it. So they cut her open. They get the hands in there holding it. And the doctor's like, oh, my God, it's the size of a grapefruit. Oh, my God, it's the size of a cantaloupe. By the time they pull this tumor out, it's the size of a cantaloupe. Oh, shit. They let it go, and it heals up, and she closes up, and she gets well. Okay. So they got the tumor out. It's like, wow. Well, then the doctor continued to have more issues. His wife has to have calcium, so she has calcium issues, so she starts to have problems too. Well, her daughter and the boy from the mother and father in the original, they start growing and start having feelings and talking to each other and hugging each other. And next thing you know, they come around the corner and she's pregnant. (laughs) 
It all happened that quickly. Yeah. They had sex and almost she got pregnant. He's like, Dad, I thought you had to do it like 10 times. It only takes the one time, son. And then mm-hmm. next you know, she starts having the baby. And she gives birth to the baby. And the old black lady holds it and then it died. Lack of attention. Because time passes so fast. Yes. So it's like, it's just starting to get crazier. Then she starts having massive seizures again on the thing. And so like, the only way I can save her is for me trying to swim. So he decides to get out and swim. But before they leave, the, the boy goes, look up there on the hill. Are those cameras? Are they watching us? And you see M. Night Shalaman's character up there. And then, so the guy tries to swim out. So they're waiting. And I forgot what they did. They went back on the water again. And then that guy waddles back in. He couldn't make it. He passed out. Tried to swim out. Yeah. So then the girl tries to climb up on top of the rocks thinking she can make it. The one that had the baby. She gets up all the way. And all of a sudden she goes, why is she stopping? She falls back. She passes out. She has to stand and she dies. So the boy's going crazy because that's the love of his life, obviously, because he's grown already. Yeah. And so they're like, what the hell? So now all that's left is the girl, the boy, the, the mom and their dad, uh, the doctor who's in the corner tripping because he already killed Mr. half Fry submarine guy because, you know, he thought he was going to go to his house and steal his shit. So he stabbed him with a knife. Oh, God. So that guy's dead. And his wife, who's now hiding because her lips are like deforming because, you know, uh, the collagen and all that shit or whatever's wearing off. So he looks nasty. Um. Uh, and then slowly but surely, the dad starts to go blind. He can't really see anymore. The wife starts losing her hearing. And then the doctor starts freaking out and comes at the dad, like, thinking, you know, you're trying to steal stuff. And the kids are grown already. They're not in their 20s and their 30s. And so the doctor's swinging at the dad, cutting him, and he's cutting him with a knife, but he's healing at the same time. So he's getting cut and healed, cutting him. The dad can't fight because they can't see. The mother, the wife can't hear the dad tell him to help me. Where's that? Because he can't hear. On one ear, only one ear. And then she runs and comes back and then she cuts him with a rusty knife. And she goes, that's rust. And so the doctor looks like, ah, he falls down. And of course, the rust just like eats him up alive. Yeah. It's like like the rust on the Transformers episode. The cosmic rust. Yeah. So the doctor dies from rust poisoning. So then they're sitting there talking and the dad's talking to the wife, tells him he loves her. And the wife tells him, I, I, I made mistakes. I only want to be with you. And then you know, they reconcile and he lays down and he dies. So the mother's there, the, the daughter and the son are like talking to her, and then she passes. And so the son and the daughter, the son and the sister are talking, the brother and sister are talking, and he goes, you know what? They were trying to think of something. He goes, wait a minute. He, he left me a note. They were making sandcastles before they tried to escape. Yeah. And they said, you know what? Go decipher the note. What does it matter? So he goes and grabs the note. He really he deciphers the note, and he's like, she goes, what's the matter? Shows a note. The note says from the boy, my uncle hates the coral. Because what they tried to do before that, they tried to go through the caverns mm-hmm. and they couldn't get out. And they, they passed out. And they saw the woman with the, the messed up calcium. Well, she broke her arm trying to get to him. She said, stop looking at me. So she starts spinning like a, like a, like Dale did in the, ter- trying to kill all the roaches in the King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. So all her bones are broken in which way because they're healing in raw. So she looked like a, a scrambled up jelly, uh, mm-hmm. a, uh, like, strings just all over them. that's sort of bones and legs yeah. that. so she died so after they decipher the note they're like the coral they look out there's got to be a way out so they jump in the pool they jump in the water they try to swim out they go to the coral and they find a cavern and they go into the thing and so they're going and then the girl gets stuck so in my Shalaman's looking and he goes okay it's done they're all dead okay so alright come on back no one survives they drown so he gets in the car and they go back because we don't want to have an it so they go into the building and you see the guy there with M.I. Shalaman. And he walks into this building full of people, scientists and shit. He's like, all right, everybody, everybody, let's, let's go ahead and put our heads down. A little, little, 
little moment of silence here for group number 77. All right, guys. I know it's tough. I know it's group 77, but you know the work we're doing here is amazing. Look what we did with group 76. We were able to discover ways to fight, fight, I forgot what it was, cancer or whatever. We were able to get a new new treatment because what we could study, what takes a lifetime to study, we're able to study in minutes because it happens so fast. Yeah. It's an anomaly, so we're using it to the benefit of mankind. So we're saving people. Even though people are dying, these people are already dying anyway, so we're using this study to save people. So let's try to get everything together. And you were probably right. We should probably get the mental patients away from the other people, you know, because of the doctor. Yeah. So you find like motherfuckers, the government, government shit, like this motherfucker. So you see him talking. All right, let's let's, let's get all the data together, see what we can find out, see if we can find some more cures for human life. And you know, we'll get ready to start with the next group. Well, there was a book on that island on the beach that everybody was losing all their stuff. There was a guy who actually kept tabs of all that shit. What was going on? He knew, and he got sent there. I guess he was one of the researchers that got sent there. Uh-huh. So he had a book. The kids had the book with them, but you don't know that. And all of a sudden, you, you see the kid come up. You see the police officer sitting in the lounge chair, and the guy goes, kid off the screen goes, hey, you're whatchamacallit, and you're a policeman. Yeah, I am. He gives him a book. He goes, you need to look into that. He reads it. He starts making calls. Everybody on the book, everybody's list, a group of people, each group, everyone's missing, missing, missing. They're, they're not even found in their homes. They clean the homes. They go and clean the homes like there's fires and stuff that happen. They're cleansing it, yeah. you know, erasing them and stuff like that. So it's like a big time bullshit. Well, basically, because the kid, the, they didn't drown. He got her loose from the coral and they made it out. They came up the hole on the other side of the coral and they were away to, able to escape that island part. That was the only way to get away from it, going through the coral. And coming out of the back hole. Even though they were technically still in that area, they were like, like right here's the border that they were past now. So they were free. They could get away. But they stayed the same age. Yeah. They did not. They were 50. And so they got it to the authorities, everything. They got, they arrested everybody. And the guys, of course, you know, they're all taking everything with a little ab, you know, and they're talking about how the thing's an anomaly. And, and the guy goes, don't worry. Your aunt is going to be at the airport to see you, to pick you guys up. She goes, is everything okay? Well, how do you think you would feel to be a six-year-old, grand, six-year-old nephew who calls you and tell you he's 50 now? And that's how it ends. Damn. That was the twist. Government. <laughs> fucking government. You know what it is? Every time you're doing something, it's the fucking government. The fucking coronavirus is the fucking government. I'm telling you, conspiracy theory brother was all over it. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. So I, I liked it. I gave it another six. It was enjoyable. You just, just, so just above average? Uh, I give it a 6.5, actually. A little bit more above average. It's not your... It, you wanted it to be a thriller... And it wasn't so much of a thriller. It turned out to be kind of a thriller because people are dying. It's a mystery. Like a mystery going on. Mm-hmm. And then you find out that the island is actually, that little section of the island actually is an anomaly. It's something that was created by Earth, by nature, that actually causes this to happen to humans. And the reason they can't go through or going back is because the pressure. The pressure of where they're at, going through back, trying to go back to where they were going to go, it's like being underwater, submerged at deep level trying to come up too fast and so they were thinking well, we go real slow we can make it through but that's not the case the pressure is so intense they pass out so you can go through it because you're coming from this pressure going through it and you're coming now you're at this pressure so the pressure that they're at where they're at now compared to where here it's like separating like millions and millions and millions of degrees of pressure so that's why they can't make it through that's why they can't climb through it they can't go through it the only way to go through it is going through the wormhole which is through the coral and that's the only place that they were safe. But they didn't know. 
And the kid just knew by by I think because he remembered his uncle saying the uncle hated the coral because they had one person escape before, and I think they had to get rid of him a different way after he escaped. Yeah. So yeah, so I give it like six point five. It was good. It was good for a Shyamalan movie, and it was like interesting. And it wasn't a it wasn't a twist like the other ones. It was I mean it was a twist, but it it wasn't really. You kind of knew it had to be something. It, it was given away early because when the kid said, "Look, those are cameras up there." They're watching us. Yeah. So you knew it was some shady shit going on with the resort. So you knew it was already man-made or something. But what you didn't know is that the island, that, that part of that island, that little cavern beach right there, that was actually the anomaly created by nature. Man didn't do that. Nature did it. Man found out about it and started using it to try to find cures for diseases. Sacrificing lives right. so you gotta figure that that was group 77 that was like eight people they were sacrificing about that many people per group wow so yes it was it was that was like so when the cop and everything starts calling on people you're like damn that's fucked up yeah like fucking government <laughs> i walked out of the movie there goddamn government <laughs> but yeah it was good it was i thought it was really good i was very surprised okay it wasn't like some kind of hemp monster some kind of Disease in the water, swimming up your tadpole and, you know, whatever, killing you. Uh-huh. But no, it was it was good. So, yeah, nah, I'll give it 6.5. Cool. I can't give it a 7 because it is an M. Shalomon movie, but it's a 6.5. Gotcha. But, yeah. Right, so, that's cool. what I have. All right. Well, that was our reviews. I mean, mm-hmm. we got three reviews on you. So we've been giving you a lot of reviews lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, all y'all, you know, all of our fans out there and everything that, that are still with us. And oh, yep. We giving you some good, you know. We getting. I say good reviews. I like, you know, I like to say we're pretty good. <laughs> we uh, may give away spoilers sometimes, but you know, but we do it. All right, so let's go on <laughs> a little bit of news. By the way, the media said you got something to say, then pull up to my studio next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, so, uh, so what a little bit of news that you have that I might have? So regarding Marvel. All right, go ahead. Regarding Loki. Okay. And uh, Scarlet Witch. Okay. If you go back and if you sync it up, the moment the Scarlet Witch becomes the Scarlet Witch, at that time, when all that stuff has happened, when she's fighting the witch in the air and you, see, you hear this and this, and you see Kang, like, goes, oh, oh, yeah. The excitement that. stuff, everything else is happening. And then he goes, I don't know anything else anymore at this point. That's when she became the Scarlet Witch. The and it matches up perfectly. It's like uh like uh uh the shit with uh uh Wizard of Oz and uh Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. The song links up with the whole thing including when the person hangs himself in the back. Yeah, this is legit. It's really people are wondering like did they do that on purpose and I think it is because everything that's happening like Kang's like talking and looking like he can hear things things going on he's feeling it and that's what's actually happening in the Wanda universe at the same time so it's all connected yeah. so the moment he can't see anymore is the exact same moment she becomes the Scarlet Witch yeah I heard that I heard that one already so that's pretty cool huh yeah there's a lot of theories out there too mm-hmm. um, so what news did, you got did you also know that uh, also did uh, Peggy Carter's a variant no? How's your variant? And guess who else is a variant? Sharon Carter. Cap. Cap America's variant? Remember he went back in time to take the stones back? But he yeah, didn't yeah, come yeah. Back? Uh-huh. He technically became her. That's what made him Peggy Carter, if you think about it, a variant. Well, if you know, if you go back and watch the animated machine, Kang comes back and forward and says the timeline, everything gets destroyed. Everything, his world, everything gets destroyed. 
Because of Captain America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Captain America is alive and he's not supposed to be. Yeah. And then, and also, you think, think about this. Do you remember watching Black Widow? Yeah. And then when, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Soviet big strong guy. Uh huh. And he was doing all the arm wrestling, breaking all the guys' yeah, arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And he was talking about how he fought Captain America. Yeah. In the 80s. Yes. When he was supposed to be in the ice. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember them talking about that stuff and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. It makes sense now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So, all right, coming some some more. News. I thought they're really fucking with you in that time. Yeah, that's, that's why Kang is the perfect villain for this time around. Yeah, all the split and everything. So I mm-hmm. wonder how the Immortals and all this shit's gonna come in. Yeah, Ultron's gonna pay. I guarantee that's gonna be mentioned. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's jump in some news. All right, we got Kingpin reportedly returning. Is it yeah, returning into projects both in the MCU and Sony, so he's going to be with Spider Man, uh huh, and st- projects for the MCU. Nice, great, that's perfect. Kingpin needs to be in with Spider Man. So he's he's you know he's coming back. Uh, this that actor uh, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Uh-huh. He's, he's a great Kingpin. Dude, great Kingpin. Great. Oh yeah, Kingpin. I love that fight between him and the Punisher. Uh, I, I'm kind of going through the news as I posted them on uh-huh. our group pack, uh, like the. TV show Manifest, the uh-huh. Manifest Destiny, yeah. Manifest. They Dis, uh, Disney, uh, fucking uh, Netflix, N- uh, NBC just canceled it. Uh huh. And season three ended like in a huge cliffhanger. I'm like, oh my god, why did you cancel it? Uh huh. Well, since Netflix kind of started posting it, and they've been like number two, number one, everybody's been watching it. Mm-hmm. Netflix probably saving a Manifest, and it's gonna come just like they did with Diablo. Like, I mean, Lucifer. Lucifer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, there's the picture, one of the pictures of uh, Spider-Man's suit from. No we saw Home. that. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's a black and black and kind of like with some red and gold in it. Well, that's Miles Morales. Yeah, that's what Miles. Miles wore. That's what Miles wears. Yeah, but I think that I don't think it's Miles though. Think, you still think it's uh it's, Peter? It's still Peter. Yeah, but that's but, technically what Miles is going to wear. But it's this is like I guess this is where the. Spider-Verse is going to come in, so we might see Miles Morales. There was a rumor, and I have no idea how true it is, Spider-2099. I wouldn't doubt it. Might make a cameo. Miguel O'Hara. Nice. The fuck? Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> I, honestly, I can't wait for... Spider-Man 29 is badass, by the yeah. way. But anyway, go ahead. I, I dig uh, it. All right. Now that Kang and all these timelines are uh-huh. everywhere, that's how they're bringing in all the new, all the other shows. Mm-hmm. Luke Cage is coming back. Luke I Cage. saw that. I was so glad about that. Marvel announces the return of Luke Cage. That's right. Uh, get this. Uh, what's Shade's going to be back? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably because he, he's not dead yet. Nuh-uh. He's not dead. Uh, they're going to do a season four of Daredevil. It's going to be a, so- uh, reportedly it's going to be a soft reboot. Okay. Of it, but it's still the same guy playing cool. Daredevil. But he's also coming in like so many movies now. He's gonna be in She Hulk. Okay, he might because be, he's the lawyer. He's gonna he might be in Spider Man also. Uh huh. So he's coming in all these. What about the Punisher? The Punisher's coming back. We already know he's coming back. He might Tom be Berenthal. part. He might be part of the Thunderbolts, along with uh, Deadpool. See, that's that's perfect. And you know the whole thing about Ross. You know that yeah. right? How Ross looks sickly and everything else, yeah. and how all of a sudden he looked different and. and 
the thing is already taking the radiation. Yeah. Like after Black Widow, he started taking radiation. Yeah, and that's where he's going to become the Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. But he's still not strong like the Hulk, though. No, no, no. no. Bitch. Uh, <laughs> Josh Brolin, he is returning to the MCU playing two characters. He will be playing... Cage. Not and, Cage. Uh, uh, not Cage. Uh, uh, Cable. Cable mm-hmm. and Thanos. Okay. Because, you know, with the whole timeline and everything, so he can't... Thanos will be back, some, yeah. He's going to have some Thanos time. This one's going to get really stupid, man. Between all that, the internals and the and all that shit and the celestial, it's going to get really stupid. It's going to be really hard to follow. You have to just like cut your brain off and just go with what they tell you. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm so excited with the Daredevil. I'm so glad he's shown up in a lot of them coming in. I'm so glad that we got the Punisher coming back. Uh, uh what else? Uh, God, there's so much. Stuff. Like the the I was reading so much on Daredevil, especially with the soft reboot, which I'm kind of glad. They're keeping up with, so you can watch them all on Netflix still, and then now you can probably go to Disney Plus when they're probably going to release it there for the seasons for Daredevil gotcha. and Luke Cage. But I'm, I don't know about Jessica Jones. I don't know if they have anything on that one yet. I haven't heard anything about Jessica Jones or Iron Fist, but Iron Fist could be coming back because of Senji. Mm-hmm. The rings. The ring and the ten rings. That could be where that actually looks really good. I can come back with uh, with Iron Fist, but I don't know if they'll reboot Iron Fist with somebody else, or because I don't know, I don't remember in the comic like they did in on yeah. Netflix. He was whitewashed, so yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, so we have to wait and see on that one. Uh, uh, kind of going into some gaming news, Nether Realms. All right, that's uh, the makers of Mortal Kombat. Now, you know how they did DC versus yeah, Mortal uh-huh. Kombat? Now, they're going to have Marvel versus, versus Mortal Kombat? Nice. So, Shang Tsung. You know, that one, they have a lot of, you know. It's going to be interesting how they do that. You know, heroes in, in that one, they don't give a shit. They'll kill. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love watching the, uh, I love playing DC versus Marvel. It was great. Did you imagine Moon Knight on the? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Daredevil might be on that one, too. Huh. Might be making a little cameos cool. on there. I really can't wait. Now it's pretty cool, man. Pretty, it's it's pretty good. Cool. It, like all the TV shows and everything, it's good to be a comic book fan. Mm-hmm. This is this, especially with the whole multiverse now mm-hmm. and everything that's happening. Especially when Kang at the end it was not he. It's Kang, but it, he's it's the what do you call him? The, the one who's the, the one who survived, survived, or he who he who remains. He who remains. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's the good Kang. Uh-huh. But now that he's dead. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the post that's out there that all these actors are going to be at Fiesta Texas? No, I didn't. Oh my God, it's insane. Morbius, Morbius will be there, a la Owen Wilson. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick for you because I saw it earlier and I thought about buying tickets, but they're stupid. You got to buy a pass. Here's all the people going to be there: Owen Wilson, Ian McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Cyborg, Jessica Jones, Superman, Lois, uh, Freddie Prince. The Penguin and Young Bruce Wayne. Those are all going to be at Fiesta, Texas. But you have to buy a ticket to get in, and you got to buy a ticket to see them, and you got to buy whatever you're going to pay to sign with them. God so, damn. So, yeah, so you're looking at whatever it costs you to buy. I like to take a picture with Owen Wilson's, like almost $175. Take a picture with like Ewan McGregor's, like 250 To do the two Star Wars is like 400 So, not only you have to buy the pass to get in the park, then you got to buy the pass to get into this. Damn. And then, if you want to do anything else, yeah. So, yeah, you're spending a, a shit ton of money to go see people, which I think is a bunch of horse shit, but okay. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And then, like I said, when What If starts, 
that's actually all because of the broken timelines in the world. I had a lot of broken timelines, man. It just yeah. shattered. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's all we have for the news right now and everything. So, I mean, actually, we got you a lot of good stuff and everything. I mean, we didn't really go a lot of back and forth on the news part. We were just kind of like, what do you call it, a uh, fan struck because we were excited for this shit to happen. Basically, like kids in a candy shop. Yeah. Pretty much just all over the place because you can't control your excitement. You can't control what's happening. And you're really excited for more things than others. And then... The touching of the other stuff coming into the other shows is like, you know, it makes you want to see it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this week, I will actually probably be taking Brayden, uh, or actually not Brayden, I'll probably take the wife to see Jungle Cruise, because uh, she wants to see that with The Rock that comes out this week. We'll probably see it Thursday. And the following week is the last week I have with Brayden before I have to take him back that weekend. And so, we're going to go see Suicide Squad before he goes. All right. Nice. So, yeah, I'll be seeing a couple more movies. So, I have a couple more reviews. Like, next week... Uh, next week, I shall have a review for Jungle Cruise, and the following week, I'll have a review for Suicide Squad. Well, I won't be here. No. So, so I'll have the review for Suicide Squad because... I won't be back till... It'll be on HBO Max. I'll be back. We can record Tuesday if you want to, because I should be back Monday night. I won't be working Tuesday, so I can record Tuesday with you if you want. Okay. We can probably do that. So, all righty. So, that's what I have. All right. Cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed episode 201, The Roasting of Barry. Excuse me. See? All messed up. Episode of 211, The Roasting of Barry Photos. Because, <laughs> you know, he called me out. He goes, he asked me if I got anything to say just to roll up to his office. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to roll up in the hood. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have him back on here soon, and we'll be joining him pretty soon. And, you know, it's all in fun. And, you know, that's my boy. I did give him that New Orleans light. Don't yes. you forget that. <laughs> And, well, guys, my thought of the day. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Rick. No, my thought of the day is going to be a little bit more on the upside. Even though I am turning 50, 50 is the new three. <laughs> the new three? <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to be on this show with Rick. I'm happy to have been podcasting for well over 10 years now. I've uh, at least five with Rick, uh, and just enjoy myself. I'm glad to have known all the friends I've made through here. Uh, I'm pissed off at certain things like Comicpalooza and Twitter, but you know, life goes on. You know, I'm not really gonna, I say it on here, but I don't take it home with me. <laughs> you know, uh, life is too short and I'm about to turn 50. I'm about to give away my daughter in a month afterwards. I have another grandbaby on the way. Uh, my grandson. She's have, pregnant again? Yes. I have another grandbaby. We all think it's going to be a girl this time. Um, so we're all excited and we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, she's already tabbed in her mind, already told me that your mother will be the one babysitting her <laughs> or him, depending <laughs> on who it is. Obviously, that's a good thing because I actually, Devin always talks about Aunt Esther and Uncle Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's good that some of our family, old family values still get put into them based through your mom and your dad and, of course, my grandparents and me. So that's always a good thing, you know, and my dad and my mom as well. So, I just want to say that everything's going to be okay. Life is tough, but not as tough as family. I'm the big one. <laughs> I'm the big one. And I'll break the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us, thinking shit through one podcast at a time.